Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to L.A. Talk Radio. You're listening to All Things Therapy with Lisa Tahir, only on L.A. Talk Radio. Hello there, and welcome to All Things Therapy. I'm Lisa Tahir, your host, and if you've been listening, you know that I'm a licensed clinical social worker. I practice as an intuitive psychotherapist, and I invite you to reach out to schedule virtual sessions with me on Zoom, FaceTime, Skype, and by phone. My website is nolatherapy.com, N-O-L-A-T-H-E-R-A-P-Y.com, and I would love for to connect with you first and foremost. And also, my new book is out. It launched a month ago, and it has to do with healing our deepest core wounds and vulnerabilities through empathy and self-forgiveness. And I'm honored that His Holiness, the 14th Dalai Lama, has endorsed my book. And he, in his letter to me, wrote about uh, the value of meditation and compassion and forgiveness, which are the methods that I offer in my book. And I'd love for you to have it. So that's available at every major retailer, Barnes & Noble, uh, Amazon. And I have links at my website, nolatherapy.com. There's a book button. I also offer you an online class having to do with empowerment, sourcing from within. So just go check that out, all at NOLA Therapy. So it's the holidays. It's Christmas Eve. I want to wish you a happy holiday. And often, as as positive and it can, it can be to meet with loved ones, though this year is a bit different the way we're doing that. You know, there's also concern around eating too much, around drinking too much, around you're just going to fall off the wagon. And my guest today offers you a technique for weight loss and ending food cravings. I'm going to share in our conversation the session I did with her and the remarkable results. We're going to be with Brittany Watkins today, and she's been featured in places like Shape Magazine, Women's Health, and Fitness Magazines, among others. Her system is based upon EFT tapping which interrupts the encoding of memory in your brain and reprograms your brain and your body so that food cravings to things like chocolate, ice cream, 
junk food, and alcohol cease to being problematic for you. And that puts you in control of your health and your weight. And the system works in less than seven minutes. And Brittany's helped over 100,000 women cure their unhealthy relationship with food. And we're going to talk today about why this system is effective and lifelong. So Brittany, welcome. Hi, thanks so much for having me today, Lisa. You're welcome. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well. You're coming to us from Spain. Thank you. I am. I'm in Barcelona. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. So can we jump in to why your system is so effective? Because in the one session I did with you, I have not opened the bag of peanut butter pretzels. They're still in the cabinet and that's never happened. In the past, I haven't even bought that food item because I haven't been able to take out a serving or two. It's like the whole bag gets eaten yeah. and the whole bag is not eaten. And I'd love for you to talk to us about why this works. Cool. Well, thank you for sharing your experience. Um, yeah. yeah, you know, so it, it, here's the thing. What most people do <clears throat> with foods um, that they feel out of control with is they just don't buy them, right? They don't keep them in the house. Um, and then they can become very problematic when they're around, when they're at a party, or if you buy them from somebody else, or if you just like, you know, a lot of people will get obsessed with the idea of the food once in a while, and they'll go out and they'll buy it. And they'll yeah. have this like you did where you said, you know, I can't, I can't just eat one or two. I eat the whole bag. Um, so in most people's philosophy, when they're talking about food and weight loss, uh, they, they don't actually address the core, um, the core connection that caused the food craving to begin with. Mm -hmm. So most people deal with this kind of stuff through willpower or, you know, trying to change their diet, you know, doing things like not letting themselves eat it, not keeping it in the house, that kind of thing. Um, but what I found is that food cravings, especially foods that you can't keep in the house, like what you described, will typically come from your early childhood memories of eating that food with somebody you loved. Mm -hmm. So anybody that's listening right now, if you think about a food, just pick one like chocolate or, you know, cake or potato chips or something, whatever your craving food is that you cannot control yourself around. I want you to think back to your earliest memories of eating that food. So typically people will say, Oh, you know, like every Sunday I used to go get ice cream with dad. We didn't see each other very much. So, you know, that was a very special day for us. Or, um, you know, I used to walk home from school and we would always stop by the candy store. My best friend and I, we would get some candy or I used to, my personal one was that I used to bake cookies with, with my grandmother in the, in the kitchen. And that was a really special time. So I had this massive addiction to chocolate chip cookies that I couldn't stop. And it wasn't until I connected the early childhood memories with the, with the food and then used my, my processes to reprogram the way your brain fires basically around that food that I was able to get rid of my food cravings. And then, you know, now of course I've done this with thousands of women. Um, but it's so cool that you have that experience because a lot of people, you know, I'll tell people, yeah, you know, we just do this technique one time and it, you know, completely will reprogram it. And most people don't believe me, you know, they're like, yeah, right. Um, you know, I don't know, I don't know if you remember, but we did, uh, we always do a, um, we always kind of get a, um, a number or a, like, a yes, yes. Um, one yeah, to 10. 
And um, most people are like an eight, nine, 10, they're salivating over the food. And then in the end, after they do the process, that it's it's a zero and they want to throw the food away. Yeah. Um, and basically, we just rewire the neural pathways and we tell the, the brain that food belongs in the food category and grandma's love belongs in the grandma's love category. And um, that's really all you have to do. It's the hardest part is really understanding what is causing the food cravings. But once you understand that and then you learn how to apply the techniques, it's actually really simple. Well, and even going through the experience with you, I had never connected the experience of foods like for me, the peanut butter pretzels being enjoyed with my grandparents because my parents didn't want me to eat that kind of thing. So I remember we watched TV together and I never connected that until you were walking me through the memory. And then it's like, oh my gosh, like, and to really, like you said, isolate that I can have my grandparents love and remember how good that feels, but have it be separate than tied to food binging, which is what this became for me. Yeah. And And I wanted to be comforted and like feel soothed. Exactly. And it makes sense, right? Like, you know, we're adults today. We've got a stressful life. The kids are freaking out. We've got a to-do list, you know, that's super long. Of course, we're going to crave our grandparents' comfort or our mother's comfort, right? Yeah. Um, But, you know, these are the things that that we will do unconsciously. um, And then, you know, it ends up, you know, you overeat often enough and you end up gaining weight because of it. So, Often people just with this one technique can end up losing a ton of weight because um, just because of being able to change their their eating patterns. And it, it, it also lessens the fear around food. Like I know yeah. for me, there was even some fear around keeping junk food items like that in my house. And, and that's no way to live. Like we don't feel good when we're in fear and anxiety or going to a party where there's going to be unlimited amounts of desserts and, and such. I think others also have some fear around losing control. And this is a way to really have confidence that you can be around food and not hurt yourself with it. Absolutely. I think we've all had that experience of yelling at somebody for buying a certain food when we're diet or we're trying to like watch what we're taking in. And um, yeah, you're right. That is no way to live. And I mean, I remember living like that for years and that's one of the reasons I'm so passionate about it. And that's one of the reasons I was able to experiment and discover these techniques is because I just used myself as a human science experiment and just asked myself all these questions like, why am I feeling like this? Where is this coming from? So, um, yeah, it, it really is. It, it is, it is quite freeing once you don't have those, those addictions to food anymore. Well, I wanted to ask you too, Brittany, more of your personal experience. You shared with me that I think you started tapping, doing EFT tapping at age 15. And like you mentioned, it came from a desire to, to heal your own relationship to food. Can you share with our listeners some of how that's come about. And then the science itself with the hippocampus of the brain that supports EFT as a, as a treatment. Yeah, sure. Um, so I was a sort of rebellious kid and (laughs) as I'm sure I can see that. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, the great thing about that though, was that they, uh, they put me in therapy and I was introduced to a therapist who had just learned about this weird kind of woo woo, strange looking technique. 
and um, tried it with me. And, you know, I went from being very kind of angry and aggressive and having problems in school to the first time I did it, I, I remember all the feeling like the way I described it then was like all the yuckiness left my body. Mm-hmm. And I, I felt so light. I felt lighter than I'd felt in you know, my whole life basically. And, um, every week I would come back to therapy and I would say, Steve, let's do that tapping thing. Steve, let's do that tapping thing. And so I just started noticing over the years that my life got so much better. The more tapping I did, the better my life got. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I got a great job. I started making really good money. Um, I got my own apartment, like all sorts of things that, you know, were happening that, that was good. The one thing that was really frustrating, though, is that I could never get it to work for weight loss. And I was still really struggling with my weight at that point. And this is when I was, you know, just super, super deep into, you know, YouTube videos. And it was still such a new technique. There weren't many people making information about this. And I just kept thinking, gosh, why hasn't anybody solved this problem yet? Like, is it just me? And I remember, you know, I studied from all the masters and, you know, even the founder of the technique, I studied from him. And, um, and just nobody, nobody could figure out how to make yourself stop emotionally eating with using this technique. And anyway, fast forward, it probably took me, yeah, it probably took me about 15 years from discovering, from using the technique myself to discovering my own process for weight loss, emotional eating, food cravings, overeating, nighttime snacking, you know, exercise, all that kind of thing. So that's when I developed my system. And it was really just because I couldn't get, I couldn't get the process, the regular process. So, you know, there's kind of like a, just like a normal process that anybody can learn um, to overcome kind of any issue they have in life, which is great. It's so great that it's so basic. It's so easy to follow. Once you learn the process, you can't forget it. But for some reason, it wasn't working for the weight issues. And, and there were groups where everybody was kind of talking about this. And I just said, you know what, I'm going to be the one to discover this. And sure enough, I was having a fight with a chocolate bar. And uh, (laughs) I remember just, I remember hearing instructions and I just followed the instructions. And Mm. after about 10 minutes, I pushed the chocolate bar away and I had no desire to eat it anymore. And that was when I realized whatever I did, I was able to kind of reverse reverse engineer what I did. And then I started practicing with clients. I was like, oh man, this really works. They were getting the same results. So um, so yeah, I'm a little bit of a tapping renegade. Uh, most people in the tapping industry like to keep tapping the same just because it makes it you know, easy for, for people to learn and, and to use. Um, my processes are radically different, but they all do involve tapping. Um, and they're specific for, for weight issues and for, you know, women who struggle with, with food or overeating. Um, but yeah, to, to also answer your question about the science though. So Yeah. yeah, I, super, super curious about science and I can't do anything, especially that looks as crazy as tapping without knowing how it works. Right. Uh, so I, I got I got really into researching that. And basically, the, the simplest way to explain it is that um, if you think about your, your brain, there's an area of your brain called the hippocampus. And the hippocampus is where we store memories. And with brain imaging devices, we can go in and look at the hippocampus and we can see that when there's a negative memory, you'll see a little indentation mm. on the hippocampus. So the hippocampus looks kind of like a sponge with a, with a bunch of, with, you know, like thousands of little holes in it. Because, you know, we all have bad experiences, right? From like a dog barking at us when we're not expecting it to, you know, maybe a, an abusive or alcoholic parent. You know, there's a right. wide range 
things that, that are bad that happen to us. Well, what happens when we have a negative experience or a negative memory and it gets triggered later on, we remember it, we store it in our, our hippocampus, but then something happens. So, so like say a dog lunged at us or maybe a dog bit us when we were a kid. And then, you know, now anytime we hear the sound of dogs, yes, clench up, or we might not even, we might just not even like dogs. We might just, we might have not even remembered about the dog biting us, but we were just like, meh, I don't like dogs. Yeah. Well, happening is that your brain is sending a signal from the from the negative memory to the amygdala, which is your body's fight or flight response. And it's telling your body to be stressed out anytime you hear a dog bark or anytime the, the word dog comes up. And so with tapping, what we do, and you'll remember this from our session, is we zero in on the memory. So we would go back, like if we were working with the the dog scenario, we would go back, we would have you remember, kind of think about when the dog bit bit you or lunged at you, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And then as you do that, we tap through the points and what the tapping on, there's these different acupressure points on the face and the body, it's nine points. And what that does is it releases serotonin in the brain and with you focused on that memory, it actually goes to the hippocampus. It severs the um, it severs the 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 fight or flight response. So your brain actually can't go into fight or flight around about that memory. And then when we when we look after the session is done, when we look at the the hippocampus again, we can see a whole area of the brain where there's no longer indentations in the brain. So it actually it's kind of like it wipes your memory of it. So it it it. It doesn't make you forget things, but what it does is it makes it feel like it happened to somebody else. So you can think about something that was really traumatic. Like for me, when I was 15, I came home and my parents kicked me out. They left all my things on the front porch with a note that oh. said, You're, you know, get on with your life, girl. And that was a very traumatic thing. But when I yeah. talk about it now, I, I, there's no response. There's no, you can probably hear, like, I don't have an emotional response to it. It's like it happened to somebody else. Mm-hmm. It's because my brain doesn't go into fight or flight about that memory anymore. And so that's basically what happens. And, you know, this day and age, we've all had <laughs> things happen to us that aren't good. And what most people don't understand is that experiences like this from our past is actually what creates something that I call weight loss blockers, which block us from being able to release weight. Mm -hmm. Um, It's these things, it's these memories and experiences. And there's, there's specific ones that are, that are more powerful than others, but it's these experiences from our past that are actually causing us to hold on to to extra weight on our bodies. Um, and so over time, as we go through the, the, the certain memories, there's ones that are again, again, more important than others. But when we focus on, when we zero in on the ones that are super important and we're able to apply these methods to those important events, typically people will, will start to release weight. You know, it's so interesting to hear you talk about the, the reason this works and the brain chemistry behind it because it makes it makes so much sense and i didn't know the hippocampus has those indentations of memory that that you shared about until you shared it with me in our session and i'm i'm also an artist and i've made a series of glass pieces Brittany, that are called memory impressions and when the glass is molten hot i make a divot in in the piece and I've made thousands of them and they represent our memories, but it was so awesome to hear. There are actually those divots of memory in our hippocampus that reflect the experiences of our lives. 
And I didn't know that something like tapping, I've, I've interviewed other tapping practitioners, but I hadn't had the experience like I did with you of really having something that like I, I really didn't feel like I could control and just kind of gave up about it. And with food, I, I think it's so particular and important since food is something we need every day. It's not something you can just say, I'm going to end that relationship. So to really have a way to have a healthy relationship with food and because it releases shame too. Like there's so many deeper levels of your work that help people besides not eating certain items and, you know, managing their weight better. It really helps with releasing shame about yourself. It totally does. That's super interesting about the glass. That's that's um, that's a really really cool story. I love that. I love Thank to hear that. Thank you. Um, yeah, you know, one of the other things that I'm just feeling called to share right now is um, it's a weight loss blocker that I call body boundary violation, and this is something that I just I just want women to know about and understand because it's probably the the biggest cause of, of extra weight that women have no idea about. And, um, essentially, I mean, the, the name kind of speaks for itself, but essentially, I don't know, there's some statistic like 95 or 98% of women have had some sort of sexual trauma or sexual foundation. And that's the number one cause of extra weight. So if you think about it, if you think about, you know, it it makes sense with your body's being violated or if somebody, you know, even a whistle when you're going down the street, if you are feeling like, Hey, I'm not, it's not safe for me to be attractive or it's not safe for me to have this figure. And one of my girlfriends in high school, she had really big boobs and she, she used to wear sweatshirts all the time and she used to eat emotionally all the time. And that was kind of her way of, 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 protecting herself. So she added extra weight so that she would, so, you know, her primal brain did this. She didn't do this. She didn't do this consciously, but her primal brain said, okay, maybe if we're not so shapely, maybe if we add some, some extra weight, then we won't get this, this negative sexual attention. Mm -hmm. But it's also, you know, I had a client who, um, told me a story, you know, a lot of women will say, well, that's never happened to me before, but it's actually very common for women to blame themselves for things that have happened that actually aren't their fault. And that's causing the, the extra weight. So one client, an example that's coming to mind is a, a woman who she was 19, 18 or 19 years old. Her parents took her to Cancun for her, her and her best friend went for her high school graduation. And they said, listen, kids don't leave the hotel. Parents went to bed. Of course they left the hotel. They went out to a nightclub. She met the nightclub, you know, promoter or something like that. Got a little bit drunk, went back to his house and she got into a situation where the guy, she was in a separate room from her friend, but the guy pushed her against the wall and just, just, she thought that he was going to, to, um, violate her. Yeah. He didn't end up, she ended up getting away, but he just pushed her up the, against the wall and was a bit forceful. And then she, she said no, and, and she got out of there. But when we went back to that memory and that experience and we, we worked on it. She ended up releasing forty pounds within like a month. From That's that. amazing. Yeah. Because, so yeah. So it, it's just I, you know, I want women to think about, you know, and men too. This happens to men as well. Um, it's actually, that's actually shocking that once, since I started talking about this, I would say three out of every five men will say something weird sexually has happened to them as well. Um, 
But I, you know, I just, I want people to think about what are some of your early memories? Like another client of mine, these little boys, she was five years old and these little boys pushed her behind a a bush and they said they wanted to see her panties or something like that. And that ended up being the thing that was causing her to, I think she had an extra 80 pounds on or something like that. And she was, I don't know, 35 or 40 years old when we talked about this. So these, these are, these things are powerful. They're really, really powerful. And a lot of people will say, oh, well, that's in the past. I did therapy on it and it's fine. And it's okay if you've done therapy on it. I did therapy on all my sexual trauma as well. You know, I had lots of it. Also, I did therapy on, you know, a lot of the the negative things that had happened to me, but it wasn't until I started tapping on it and applying the tapping that the weight for me actually started to come off. And I think what you're saying speaks to, you know, we think things might be unrelated, meaning our relationship to food and sexual trauma or a a boundary, a body boundary violation of some sort. Yet food is what we go to often for comforting. And we hear about dissociative eating where you're eating and you're not even really enjoying what you're eating anymore because you've consumed too much or your mind is elsewhere and how over time over the years of engaging and those behaviors is how the weight comes on and to really be able to tease out those those memories and then see like in your client examples the weight just come off of them effortlessly and they feel more comfortable being themselves and being in the body that they really want to inhabit versus having to hide and protect just the liberation in that and the healing And it's, and it's not enough to understand it consciously because we can talk about this and people can say, okay, yeah, I understand that consciously. Your primal brain literally wants you to be overweight because it thinks it's protecting you. It thinks by having this extra weight on, it's protecting you energetically or you know emotionally or from something bad happening. You literally can't you can't consciously focus on this and go, okay, great. I have the information. Now I'm going to will myself to not eat because I know that this came from that. I've I've just never seen it happen. You really have to dive in and go into the subconscious mind and, and use some of these, these stronger processes in order to get to the core of them. Um, another thing that's coming to mind too, is, um, a lot of people will say, oh, well, if I lose weight, um, then, you know, somebody will be upset. Mm. So, my mom might be jealous or my sister will feel insecure or maybe my husband will feel insecure or maybe, maybe if I actually reach my goal weight, I'll want to leave my husband and you know, who knows what, you know, I have no idea what that means. Right. Uh, Thought of these thoughts are so scary because, you know, these, these we're tribal, we're, we're tribal beings and these people are part of our tribe. And so we are programmed primally to not want to be kicked out of a tribe. And so a lot of people will subconsciously sabotage themselves because in order to make somebody else not upset with them or not stay safe. Yeah. To stay safe, have a predictable life that makes sense to them. Yep. And you know, Brittany, I didn't know this when you shared the story of being kicked out of your home at 15, my heart was going out to that younger version of you because when I was 19, my mom kicked me out and it was very traumatic. And I spent so many years in therapy. It actually caused me to want to become a therapist to help others. And I spent so many years to trying to heal that wound of being abandoned and rejected. And I wish I would have known about tapping because I know it would have saved me. You know, I would have been happier sooner because 
you know, some of these pain point experiences, they just take up like such, I think, such a deep memory impression that it does take more than just talking about it. And I can say that being a psychotherapist, that there does need to be often like a body based treatment like like yours to really fully be able to heal. Yeah, it's true. It, it really is true. I, I, yeah, you're right. And I, um, being kicked out and abandoned is a huge, is a huge trauma. And a lot of people are abandoned in different ways too. They yeah. can be emotionally abandoned, you know? Um, and that can be, that can be a huge trauma. Um, but yeah, no, I experienced that as well as that, that, you know, I did a lot of talk therapy for a long time and it wasn't, you're right. Until I started applying some, some body-based therapies that, that it started to actually work and shift. Absolutely. So I appreciate this work that you're doing. And again, having the experience of it, I, I feel it was very soothing to the tapping itself. And I wanted to ask you about those acupressure points. So is it that they promote, I heard you, the rewiring of, of the amygdala and the hippocampus, because it felt very soothing even to tap. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The um, they've done more studies. I should have this data in my head, but um, basically, it it lowers cortisol like okay, greatly, greatly. So you know, if you think about it, when you have these this fight or flight response going on, and you have the amygdala amygdala going off constantly, it makes sense that you would be you know that you would have more cortisol in the body. So that is a a big um, side benefit of tapping, and especially when you're first doing it. Most people are like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired because this is actually what your body's been wanting for so long. Your mm. body, um, your body wants to be in a, you know, in, in a, in a relaxed state. And that's one of the things that the, that a lot of people report from using the technique. Yeah. Or like a Zen, like Zen, like uh, kind of feeling where you just feel like everything is, is, you know, great, no matter what, <laughs> just popped a Valium or something like a right. lot. And so I know in our session, you know, you walked me through questions I was asking myself as I was tapping. So when you work with someone for our listeners, is this something then that they can use on their own to self-soothe other memories and help themselves heal? How do you approach that with your clients? Yeah, I actually, um, for your audience, I have a, a free video where I can walk them through it. Just because this is radio, it would be hard to to show. But I have a whole free session where they can watch a, I don't know, I think it's maybe 26 minutes or something like that. And they can actually walk through the process with me. Um, so yeah, absolutely. You can learn how to do it yourself. I've got free information out there everywhere. Uh, the you the the website to find the, the free um, the free session is push the food away.com. Yes. And, um, yeah, there's also an, an option to, to buy my program if you want at a super, super discount, 50% discount, uh, because I'm, I'm here with Lisa. Um, Lisa, what was that code again? I'm yeah. Sorry. And you're offering listeners. Brittany's is offering you with the code therapy 50 T H E R A P Y five zero. It doesn't matter if you capitalize it, it, it auto corrects to therapy 50 and it's for half off Brittany's tapping program that I experienced with her that has helped me to not eat a whole bag of junk food like I used to. And I can have it. It's still in my cabinet, Brittany. I don't know if I said that from our session two weeks ago, haven't even opened it again. It's remarkable. And when I look at it, I don't feel like I want to. It's very awesome. <laughs> right? Most people say that. They're like, oh my gosh, I forgot it was in the house. And when was the last time you forgot that like a junky food was in your house like that? What so, I think 
I think too, I can share the deeper kind of peace and, and aha moment for me is the psychology underneath it. Like really working with that memory. I feel like I have consciousness over something I was unaware of. And it just feels really good to understand the way we even create memories and to use that then to, to be more empowered in, in our lives, to be more conscious of why we're doing what we're doing. And it gives us agency to then change. Yeah. And that's yeah. been the most exciting part is having yeah. that awareness and consciousness over what this was all really about. I know, you know, one of the, one of the free trainings that I, that I share um, is all about the, the seven subconscious weight loss blockers. And I cannot even tell you how many emails and comments we get from that. Just like, oh my gosh, thank you for explaining this to me. Remember I taught a workshop in Brussels, I don't know, five years ago or something. And it was a two day workshop and I still have a Sunday and I still have a half a day left. And I had no idea what I was going to teach. And I just, <laughs> what, let me, I grabbed somebody from the audience and I said, I'm just going to, it was actually a group. It was a group of therapists actually getting certified in my method. And, um, and, and so I'm like, I'm in front of very, very smart people. Like a lot of PhDs were in the room and things like this. Yeah. And I remember grabbing somebody and I said, you know, let me do an analysis with you. Like if you were to come work with us, what, what the, you know, what we would ask you in order to figure out what's causing your weight issues. And this woman, oh my gosh, she must've been in her seventies or something. And when I got through, she would, she was crying and she said, Oh my gosh, I wish I would have known this earlier in my life because never had she thought that, you know, of all the, the different little idiosyncrasies that, that we, that we pull out as part of the weight loss blocker process, she never would have thought, but once, once you're aware of them, like the couple that we talked about today, once you're aware of them, it makes sense, right? Like, well, we talked about three them today. Now that you're aware of him, it makes perfect sense, but you know, nobody's talking about this. So how are you supposed to get the information? How are you supposed to discover this if you don't have the information? Right? Exactly. And yeah. I think, you know, I, cause I was thinking too, learning today in our conversation that like, part of me is like, oh man, like, I wish I would have known about you and your work so many years ago when I, so I would have healed faster and more effectively and been happier. But it comes down to, I'm just happy to know today about, about your work and able to apply this in my life. So wherever you are listening, you know, it's not too late to change your relationship with food and then the deeper levels of your worthiness and deserving, feeling like you actually deserve the wonderful things you want. Because this this EFT tapping you do, it, it works at that level of cause of what we believe to be true about and for ourselves. And that is what really changes your life, to step into a sense of being worthy. Yeah, 100%, 100%. And that's sort of just like a side benefit. Like we don't even really focus on that, but I'll have clients <laughs> that will come to the calls and they'll say, oh my gosh, I looked in the mirror and I didn't criticize myself. Like, I love my body. I, I haven't even lost any weight yet, but I already love it. Like they'll say things like that. And that's amazing. Like, wow, that's so cool. And that's what's life-changing to, yeah. to really look at yourself differently and feel better about you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So for listeners, I just want to say again that Brittany is offering 50% off her EFT tapping program to end food cravings. And it's at pushthefoodaway.com. Use therapy 50 as the code. It will be in the show notes. What else would you like to share with us, Brittany? That's important. Yeah. Just, the holidays just, even. 
Yeah, just again on that um, on that page on pushthefoodaway.com, there's a video at the top of it. And that's yeah. the, the, you know, 25 minute session or something like that. If they want to actually have an experience, I give away a free experience. So you don't have to buy the program in order to get the free experience. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to, to put that out there that you can go and, um, obviously we want you, (laughs) we want you to become a student, but, um, you don't have to, I, you know, I really, I love this technique so much. It's changed my life so much that, you know, I give away a lot of free information just because I know how life-changing it is and how effective it is. So, um, I want, you know, even if money's tight right now, it's the holidays, um, please still go to that, that website and, and follow along with the video. Yeah, and also on Instagram, you're at Brittany Watkins Tapping. And then on Facebook, I think it's Think and Then. Is that accurate? Um, yeah, actually, probably the best thing to do is go to my website, BrittanyWatkins.com. And, um, and uh, there. yeah, get on my email list because that's we offer like free events all the time. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I do. I have um, three or four live trainings that I do uh, usually every month. And I just take people through kind of a tapping experience like I gave you the other day. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we talk about the different weight loss blockers and we'll tap for different things. Last month we we worked on boundaries. Um, I came up with this freaking killer process for boundaries that I don't even really understand why it works, um, but it just completely rewires your brain so that it makes it easy to set boundaries, boundaries with people. I, I'll never forget when I discovered it. I, you know, of course, use myself as a human science experiment all the time. And uh, I was doing some tapping on myself regarding my parents and thinking about boundaries. And um, this is just sort of like an anecdotal story because so many, especially during the holidays, I think boundary issues, that's actually why we worked on it. Boundary issues are coming up for everybody. Yeah. Um, so my father is the type of person to, you know, when he's in the kitchen, especially around the holidays, you have to get up and, and, and help him and ask him if he wants help, you know, chopping vegetables or whatever. My dad's a chef in the family. Mm-hmm. And so we were all, um, post my therapy session on myself, my boundaries tapping session. I was, um, at a, a, a cabin for the holidays with my whole family and, my dad starts cooking in the kitchen. He gets up and normally it's just autopilot. I'm like, dad's up, got to get up. And my little sister did the thing. She jumped up and she's chopping vegetables. And it was like, you know, a couple minutes in, she goes, Britt, aren't you going to help us in the kitchen? And mm. I looked over and said, I've been taking care of all y'all my whole life. I'm going to relax. And I had a glass of wine. Oh my and gosh. It's amazing. My dad, <laughs> my dad is a freaking hothead. Normally in the past, he would Oh, I mean, bark at me big time. And he, because I had done this boundary tapping, whatever tone that I had, I was so empowered about it. He laughed instead of reacted. Wow. It changed yeah. the energy of the exchange between you. Exactly. And I think that's one of the things that that is one of the most important things to understand about boundaries is that most people will say, speak a boundary from their head, from a, from a place of not believing it. Mm. And we can actually tap the belief and we can tap the boundary into your body. So you say it from your belly, from your core center, and you actually believe it when you say it. That's the, that's what makes other people believe what you're saying is your belief in it. Um, wow. So yeah, once I figured that out, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to share this. So anyway, BrittanyWatkins.com, if you want to, you know, again, we give away free, I give away free um, trainings like this all the time. So um, yeah. What are you excited about, Brittany, and creating, you know, moving forward in your work and and such? 
we're working on an app right now that I am just so excited about. It's going to be like having me in your pocket. It's going to be like having like, you know, we're going to have seven, five to seven minute tapping sessions. So like I am craving ice cream. I want to eat emotionally. I just got in a fight with my boyfriend. I'm feeling depressed today. You know, whatever it is, we'll have a five to seven minute tapping audio where you can tap yourself through it. And within five to seven minutes, completely change your, your, your neurology and your belief and your outlook on that situation. That's Um, awesome. Yeah. It's exciting. It's been, it's been, uh, in the, in the works for a while, but, um, yeah, it looks like it's coming to fruition next year soon. So if we're on your email list, we'll get notified about that, the app release, correct? Yes, exactly. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So brittanywatkins.com. And then for you as my listener, use code therapy50 at pushthefoodaway.com for your program. Yep. Pushthefoodaway.com is is the, the website to get the free session. And then if you want to join us in the program, you can with the discount. Awesome. Awesome. Brittany, thank you. Thank you so much, Lisa. It's been a pleasure talking to you today. No, and thank you for helping me change my life and relationship <laughs> to these food items that I feared. I really appreciate you. You're so welcome. You're so welcome. Yes. And have a good holiday. All right. You too. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. That concludes my show with Brittany Watkins. Thank you for listening. And please follow me on social media. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at NOLA Therapy, N-O-L-A-T-H-E-R-A-P-Y. And that's my website as well. Just add the .com to the end. All my love to you and happiest of holidays. Bye-bye. credit card bill.